What's up, everyone? Welcome to week 15 of the Syndicates. Eddie, Vic, and John all back together for the first time since, I think, pre-Thanksgiving. John, it's been a while since you've been on, I think, right? Man, I, I apologize. This happens every, like, holidays. Like, I believe last year, too, around uh, Thanksgiving, I, I had a little, it got a little hectic with the holidays and work and all that stuff. So, yeah, man, it's been, I can't remember last time I've been on. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> Vic, we're uh, we're coming off a couple of couple of winning weeks, and then last week didn't do so well. But uh, I think this week board looks pretty good and should turn it around this week. Yeah, it does. Let's get back on the winning track. I love when we're on because we talk through games, and a lot of the times that's how I fall in love with games. So I'm excited to have all three of us on. Yeah, it's like a little therapy session heading into the weekend where we can just kind of figure out which games we like and talk each other in and out of games. Yeah, like I would have, like I would have talked John out of the San Francisco bet a couple of weeks ago, but that's neither here nor there. Man, then I would have probably talked, I probably would have talked you into the Cardinals, which you would have lost to. Which one was the Cardinals? I think it was when they played the Rams. Rams. Oh yeah. Uh, did I have Rams? Did I say uh, Rams? No, I think uh, I, I'm just guessing. That's probably yeah. what some we would have probably. Yeah. At. All I know is, I mean, I was already in. I was already all in, and I get a text in our thing. From from Eddie saying, I wouldn't take that. I don't know about that 49ers pick against Buffalo. I was like, oh my God. I was all over Buffalo uh, 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 this following week. Well, that was my pick of the week, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I love them this week. And and then, yeah, I knew you, you, I could, there was, I couldn't, I couldn't get out of it. I was already, I was already committed. You know what I'm saying? When, but when I got that text from you saying, oh, I, w- I wouldn't have 49ers right now, I was so frustrated with my with my pick i knew i shouldn't have had it but let's talk about these ones maybe you can give us some more uh some more buffalo money here yeah we'll see i'm hoping but this week is not a not easy one for picking them but we'll jump into the thursday night game the la chargers are plus three on the road at the raiders raiders are pretty banged up with a little bit of covid and some injuries here uh you know you want to go with the, the Raiders here. I know the Chargers probably are the sexy pick, but, man, I just cannot trust Anthony Lynn, the way that this team just finds ways to make awful coaching decisions. Uh, last week they had almost blew it again with the clock management. Uh, and then also you, you look at just how both those teams in that Falcons game wanted to give that one away. And somehow, some way, the Chargers – ended up getting the interception and kicking the game winning field goal. So Vic, I'll let you kick it off on this one. Anything you like on the Thursday night matchup, man, I just, you nailed it. Betting on Anthony Lynn is just insane, man. Like I remember three weeks ago, it was the bills game. So Eddie, you'll know this game because I'm sure you, you watch pretty much every game, right? Like throughout. Yeah. So you remember that second half, like how many times the chargers just have, mind-boggling type stuff like we we, after the Hail Mary in the second half where he's like you know just like we saw last week he's like running on the field goal unit and and trying to go for it and wasting time and like just every single time literally they're losing games because of his coaching so I I like the Chargers this week but I just can't get myself to do it because I've just been burned so much and after that game three weeks ago, I was like, man, I don't think I can bet on these guys again. But I feel, uh, and so, John, what do you think, man? I, I'll throw it to you because I'm just, I'm just scarred by Anthony Lynn and 
losing so much money, especially that that one against the Bills hurt, man. Okay, so I'm still in my survivor, and there's like 15 guys left, and I'm in a really tough spot this week. So I was looking – I mean, like, I've taken almost all the good teams. The, the, the highest spread team is without me going over every team I took. The highest spread team I can take at the moment are the Cardinals, I believe. So anything over the Cardinals, I can't take them. And I don't know. It's, it's basically, do I want to go with Kyler Murray this week or do I want to, do, do I want to fade Anthony Lynn? And I think at the moment, I think I just want to fade Anthony Lynn and then just maybe kind of like relax this weekend on, uh, on, on uh, my survivor. So I'm probably not betting this game, which is, is crazy for me to say, right? Because I always play these games. I'm not betting this game technically, but I'll probably end up on the Raiders just to win for my survivor. I think that's where I'm going to, unless you guys, you know, find me something else to take. Uh, I think that's the route I'm going to go. Because listen, man, I was on the Chargers last week because of the line. Luckily, I didn't do it the week before. I just couldn't do it against Belichick, even though the line said to take the Chargers. I just would not do it. Uh, last week, the line, you know, the line shifted in their favor. It was kind of like some late steam on them. So I ended up taking the Chargers last week. And my gosh, like both teams tried to give that game away. If, if that was anyone else besides the, the Falcons, uh, you know, the Chargers would have lost that game. The end of the, the first half where the offense and the special teams were running on and off the field, that was just like embarrassing. Like you, you, you're in the National you know, Football League. You're, you're professionals. That should never happen. That's it happens like every school. week with them. Yeah. That's, the, that's the crazy part. Yeah, that's like high school stuff. So uh, I like the Raiders. I like the Raiders because I'm probably taking them for my survivor. I also like the Raiders because when we go through the list of game, I know this is weird, but the, when we go through the list of games that we're about to go through, I like a lot of home dogs this week. And the Raiders are a favorite. You know, some favorites got a hit. So maybe the, you know, maybe this one's going to be the gimme. Yeah, they definitely need this game for any hope of the playoffs. I think they need to win out and then they need a loss from the Ravens, I think, in order for them to make the playoffs. But uh, Ravens, they got a pretty cake schedule coming up over the next couple of weeks. So it's going to be tough for the Raiders to make the playoffs. But if they want any shot of it, it definitely starts here with a win. Um, one thing I've noticed is that I think Henry, Henry Ruggs is not playing in this game. And I yeah. think I saw a stat that they have not won a game without him this year. He's uh, on the COVID list, right? Yeah. How many so games I, has he missed? Uh, I think four, five or six, something like that. Whoa. Yeah. So uh, I don't, I mean, he doesn't really have that big of an impact, you know, stats wise, but probably, you know, taking some things away from the defense and uh, stretching the field a little bit. Uh, I don't know. That That's just one stat I saw. So, make of it what what you can from that but uh also with the chargers i don't know if i'm sure a lot of you guys that listen to us follow warren sharp on twitter man he points out all the blunders that the chargers have every week yeah. kind of a hilarious threat if you ever go look at it uh definitely check it out but man yeah it's tough to trust the chargers in this spot here analytics always tell you to take them because you know their their stats are pretty good they put up numbers on offense their defense is pretty solid it's just the coaching man it's hard to factor that into the analytics and sometimes it just costs you so many games. So uh, for me, I guess slightly into the Raiders, but nothing major here that uh, I'm anxious to play on. So 
we'll go to Saturday football. So I always love these Saturday games when they come around because I always have like a family Christmas party I have to go to and the <laughs> games are on in the background, but luckily no Christmas party this year when the Bills are playing. So um, they are on the road in Denver minus six and a half right now. Line opened like four or five range in a couple of places, got bumped up pretty quick, a lot of it due to the Sunday night win. But uh, just real quick, I, they're not losing this game in my opinion, but the six and a half is a little bit too much for me to want to lay that. I would probably lean Denver with the points here, just because, especially if you can get a touchdown, if you find a way to get up to seven, I'd probably take Denver. Uh, the reason for that is they're, they've been playing pretty well lately. If you look at their past couple of games, they play the chiefs pretty tight on Sunday night football. They won last week against the Panthers. Uh, they beat the dolphins a couple of weeks ago. And the really the one game that they didn't play well in was that Kendall, uh, Hinton game where he had to start at quarterback. So Denver's playing pretty well. Uh, I do think that Buffalo's defense and Sean McDermott is going to come up with a scheme that's going to kind of screw with Drew Locke a little bit and turn him in, get him into some turnovers. So if you're looking at any props, maybe look at the will Drew Locke throw an interception prop and maybe throw it a little bit on the yes if it's not too expensive. So that's one thing I'd recommend to check out if you can. So um, yeah, it's slightly for me to Denver here but I don't think Buffalo's losing the game. So take a bit what you may. John, I'll let you go first on this one. Yeah, I don't see Buffalo losing this game either. But here's the way I'm going to play this Saturday. I'm going to put a little bit on Denver, right? And if it hits, I won't play the night game. And if it doesn't, I'm going to run it back on Carolina. I think taking both dogs on Saturday, uh, you'll, you're either – worst case scenario, you're going to end up going one and one. So I'm going to start with Denver for a little bit. If it doesn't work out, I'll play Carolina for a little bit. And hopefully in, in the end, I went, you know, 2-0 or just lost a little bit of juice. What I want to say, right, is because I watched this Buffalo-Pittsburgh game last week. I love that offensive coordinator, man. Brian Dable, that's who I want to be our next head coach. No, you so can't have some, him. <laughs> I, listen, I don't know how GMs work. Like, I can't I, – I know, I know the Lions just uh, – just brought up Chris Spielman to to give them some um, assistance in finding a GM and coach, which I think is going to work out well for for my team. He, he's going to actually move back to Detroit and do all that good stuff. But just like I can't tell you anything about GMs. I know a lot of people from my hometown love uh, love the uh, 49ers uh, uh, defensive coordinator to come back to his hometown and be a nice feel good story. And I think that's what he wants. But I want an offensive coach. And I like Joe Brady, but I didn't realize how young he was. But this Brian Dable, man, this guy's ready. This guy's gonna. You're not. He's he's gonna be a head coach next year. You're not gonna have him as a head coach as a offensive coordinator next year. So I hope I hope this is the guy that we end up landing uh, on on our staff for for our head coach. Yeah, I, I that's what sucks is I know we're gonna probably lose him at the end of the season. I'm just hoping he somehow bombs all the interviews or. No, who knows, but I doubt that's going to happen. So, uh, yeah, I so I'm, yeah, I went off a little tangent there, but I, yeah, I kind of like Denver with the points, but like you, like you said, Buffalo's not losing this game. So, uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys want to do one of the, do one of your, uh, like, uh, money line parlays or, or open <laughs> up a dip with, with Buffalo. I, I don't see how Buffalo loses to Denver. I, I just don't, but I seven points, I think I saw, you said six and a half. I'm seeing seven, I think. Yeah, so I see seven. I see a bunch of sevens. Uh, the public's on Buffalo big, of course, after yeah their big game. But I'm 
on the similar boat as John, I'm actually liking both dogs. We'll talk about the next game too, but I like Denver in the spot, man, getting seven points at home. Buffalo, a little bit of a letdown spot now has to go to Denver. Uh, like you said, Eddie, they've been playing good football, man. Like three out of the last four weeks, like they beat the Finns, which is a good squad. Um, they hung with the Chiefs and they beat the Panthers, which is pretty good. You know, they're a good team, not great, but uh, their defense is what's been keeping them in games. And, and Drew Locke, yes, he's turnover prone, but he does have the offense moving a little bit. And so I think this is a really good spot for them. And I'm grabbing the seven points. So I'll be taking the Broncos plus seven. Yeah, I, I, if there's a seven out there, definitely jump on that for sure. Uh, the, like I said, the one thing I think McDermott and Leslie Frazier, they're going to be able to kind of scheme something up for taking away a lot of what Denver does because uh, I think they talked about a lot on the Sunday night game a couple weeks ago when Denver played where Denver just chucks the ball deep so much. Um, Drew Locke doesn't really throw it short too much. So I think that's going to be something that Buffalo is going to try and force is either him to throw it short or run game, probably take away the strengths of their offense and especially that deep ball there. So uh, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if he gets tricked into an interception. So just that little prop is one thing I would take a look at for the game. And I love how you guys are going with the, uh, the tout play or the, bet the dog if it cashes don't bet the second game and then <laughs> and then if it does if it doesn't cash double up on the second game i love it not double up but yeah i, I like both dogs yeah awesome so yeah we'll talk about the second game now green bay is going to be at home against carolina it looks like nine point favorites this line's kind of been moving a little bit um sounds like you guys both like carolina though in this spot so vic i, I think you were talking about i'll let you go first on it yeah, I really like Carolina in this spot. Um, the public is kind of split 50-50. And so it's not like overwhelmingly on Green Bay like I would have thought. Um, the line's up to nine. There are a couple like nine and a half and ten. So I would suggest shopping around. But I like Carolina. They're always in games. I love Teddy Bridgewater as a dog. I'm trying to find the stat. I'm sorry, but like – I know he's like 80% as a dog or, or something like that. And I know we've talked about it before. We've been on it before. So, um, and he gets better uh, ATS as a road dog even, which is crazier. And so they're always in games. Um, and I think this game is going to be a lot closer than people expect. I don't think Green Bay is going to be able to run, run through them just like they have been a lot of other squads. So, in my opinion, I, I really like Carolina. The other big thing is I feel like Green Bay is coming off of a division game, which the Lions had a chance of winning. And now then they got a big game at Tennessee next week. And they're, and so, you know, a little bit of a sandwich spot here as well. But would love to hear your thoughts. Maybe, John, you know this division, and I'll, I'll kick it over to you. Yeah, so like Green Bay, they, they, they're – they're kind of like the Pittsburgh of the of the NFC. Sometimes they they kind of they kind of come out nonchalant. So yeah. they they I don't know, man. I I'm with you guys. I like Carolina in this one. I think it's too many points, nine points, and 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 the way Green Bay kind of just like goes with the flow and ends up winning somehow by three, maybe is is how I see this one going. So I like Carolina, man. Uh, you know, the co- the coaching staff there does a good job. They're going to keep their players motivated to. to to go out there and, and not just tank this game. So nine points here. I mean, 
honestly, between the two games, I, I personally like Carolina plus the nine better than, you know, I can see them hanging with Green Bay uh, more than, than, you know, than Denver hanging with uh, than Buffalo. Even though, I, I mean, I like both dogs, but between the two, I like, I like this Carolina pick better plus nine. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys as well. I think Green Bay is going to be kind of settling down a little bit. I also think that they're looking at the schedule and kind of have their eyes on the prize where they know that they really just have one tough game left in order to secure the number one seed. And that's going to be next week against Tennessee. Uh, so I think we might get a little bit of a look ahead. I know it's rare that you look ahead to a non-conference opponent, but when you look at their schedule, I feel like that's going to be the thing that, that, that could happen. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if we catch them coming out flat here, although it is Saturday night, kind of a primetime game at Lambeau. So that might, kind of uh, juice them up a little bit, but I do like the Panthers here as well. I think that they're going to come with enough, just enough to get the cover, uh, you know, keep it under a touchdown probably for the, for this spot here. So I think we all agree on the Panthers in this one. Um, so we'll kick it over to Sunday, Houston. They are plus seven on the road at Indianapolis. Uh, looks like the majority of the money being put on Indianapolis the the Texans last week, Vic, you saw them firsthand. They didn't look look too hot, but uh, I feel bad for Deshaun Watson, man. That dude is out there doing everything he can, just working with garbage everywhere, both on defense. His offense has been totally decimated. And, you know, what Bill O'Brien left over, I feel bad for the guy. And I think if they can get him some talent in the offseason, man, that kid's a star. So, Vic, you saw Houston last week. What are your thoughts and uh, how are they going to look this week coming up against the Colts? Yeah, it was bad, man. Um, so the Bears haven't been able to pressure the quarterback for weeks now. Literally, they weren't able to touch Stafford or, or Aaron Rodgers, but they were able to get to Watson pretty much every play. And there was a point in that game where he got, like, knocked out. He's just sitting on the bench with a towel on his head. And, I, you know, I think his teammates felt bad for him. Like, every single teammate and coach came up to him. And they're like, we're sorry. Like, see, so you, you nailed it. it was, it's just bad, bad situation. They're missing receivers. They're missing playmakers. Uh, Johnson got hurt again in that game a little bit. He came back in. So uh, their O-line is just bad. I, I like the Colts. I know it's a little bit of a square play, um, but the Colts are playing great football. Their defense, I just don't see how they don't get penetration on every single play unless there's some kind of heroic effort from Watson. I think the Colts run away with this game. So usually I don't like to kind of be on the square side, but I've just seen – how good this Colts defense is and how bad this offensive line for the Texans is. And, and their defense is just terrible. I mean, Mitch literally mentioned the bears, they, their offense has been terrible and they were able to just move the ball up and down at ease against this squad. So I don't see how Indy doesn't run away with this game, but I want to see what you guys think. And maybe uh, Eddie, you've all, you know, we've, you've been talking about the Colts, for a couple of years now, we won a lot of money on them. You know the squad pretty well, so I'll throw it back to you. Yeah, I mean this spot here is is it's a weird one because they definitely needed to kind of maintain where they're at in the playoff race. But then they uh, play Pittsburgh next week, right? So it's they, a little bit. Yeah, they do, uh, but they always tend to play in their division pretty well. Uh, it was surprising when they lost Week One against the Jags, but overall, the Sharps love this team. They have all year. They've been batting them week in and week out. Uh, they play really good on defense. It's just, it's hard to trust Phillip Rivers sometimes, especially the way he's, 
he's been playing this season. He's so Jekyll Hyde where, you know, he could get the, you know, start of the Bengals game. And then the end of the Bengals game, when they played him, they were down like 21, nothing. He looked like garbage. And then he came back and looked amazing in the second half. So it really depends on what version of Philip Rivers you're going to get in here. Seven points is a little bit much for me. Um, John, is this one of your, your survivor options by any chance? No, man. I, like I said, my, I wish I, I would, I would definitely, I don't know when I took them, but I took them already because they're not the highest one I got is Arizona. So um, look, these two teams played a couple of weeks ago and it was close, but it was close because in the second half, the Colts offense kind of fell apart only because they lost some key offensive linemen. I, I don't know who I can't, I can't remember names on the offensive line, but they, they lost a couple guys on the offensive line and, and Houston started getting pressure. And then on the other side of the ball, you know, Watson started to, to, you know, move the ball effectively against that defense. And I don't know if you guys remember at the end, he just fumbled the ball there, you know, they were going to end up winning that game by one, but yep. if the Colts offense uh, is, if the Colts offensive line is going to be intact this week, which, you know, they should be, then I don't see them. I don't see the Houston defense making any stops against this team on the other side of the ball. He, he, I mean, Deshaun Watson moved the ball fine like, uh, two weeks ago against, against the same team. So there's so many other games, right. That I'm going to end up playing that this is, not, this is, this is something that's just not going to, not going to, not going to see any of my money. So I'm going to stay away. If I had, to, I don't know. I don't even have a side to lean on, to be honest with you. If I, if I had to, if I had to pick a side right now, I would probably still lean Colts because what I saw last time was was their offensive line being injured and why they stopped scoring in that second half last time they played. So uh, Houston's defense can't stop anybody. Yeah, and, and T.Y. Hilton's coming along the past couple of games. I snatched him in fantasy like just the last week. I needed to, I needed a win to pull nice. out to make the playoffs, although it didn't help. I, I was the oh. second leading scorer that week in the, the league, and, of course, I was playing the first leading oh. scorer, so – yeah, that was uh they're they're coming together though at the right time it seems like for the Colts. So uh definitely not a team I would want to face in the playoffs. Next up, John, it's your Detroit Lions. They are ten and a half point dogs on the road in Tennessee. Uh me, no opinion on this game. I'm probably not gonna bet this one. If anything gun to my head, I'd probably go with Detroit. But uh John, is Stafford playing? No. I think Stafford's done for the for the year. So, okay, then, uh, I'm not betting Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, I, I mean, I don't know. Listen, there's a lot of mixed opinions about Stafford. I don't know if this is going to be his last game with us or not, but I mean, he's the best quarterback we've ever had. Uh, and it's not saying to not not ever had. Sorry, ever had in 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 our in my lifetime at least. He's the best quarterback we I've had in in, in my lifetime. So uh, I don't know. It, it sucks if that's how he went out. I don't get to see him play anymore. But this line, I think, is like ten or eleven now. So uh, this is another probably stay away from me uh, because I'm pretty sure uh, Stafford's not playing in this game. Vic, you uh, betting this one at all or are you staying away as well? Um, I'm tempted to take the Titans. I'll tell you why. Chase Daniels is terrible. I saw him, <laughs> I saw him in Chicago. You guys know this. Like every game he started, I was like, how is this guy, this so-called like – maybe this is just like bias or like prejudice I don't know what the word is but like I'm just like scarred from his Bears years but like how is this guy like the guy that like 
all coaches love to get, the, you know, as their backup because every time I've seen him play, he's atrocious. So I don't know. I think ten, and Tennessee should be able to, King Henry's just going to run wild and just have a monster game. And, uh, and so if Stafford is out, I'll probably take Tennessee just to like spite Chase Daniels. <laughs> Dude's made $35 million in his career. I don't know how or what he's done to, to I mean, do. He's a, very, he's a nice dude, like very smart guy. Like, you know, he knows the offense. I, I, I get all that. I just – a lot of times when I've seen him play, and I've seen him play a lot over the last couple of years, he's just been really bad. And so maybe he's just a good communicator. He'll go on to be like a good coach, you know, or a good podcast host or, or something. But I just don't think he's a very good football player, like when he's in the game. And, and so I don't see how – Tennessee doesn't run away with this one. Yeah, it's kind of like how I felt about Dan Orlovsky all these years. I, I never thought he was really that good coming out of college. John, you know him from him playing for the Lions for a couple of years, and now look at how he breaks down stuff, and he's pretty good on, uh, you know, the coaching side of things or the, yeah, the analytic film stuff. Uh, I mean, he's turned it into a pretty good career for himself post-football. So he could be one of those guys like Chase Daniel where they just don't have the talent, but they got it upstairs, so. Yeah, we'll see. That's, that's a good compare because he's great on ESPN. He does great on radio. You know, he's Orlovsky's awesome, but you're right. And that's probably how Chase is going to be post-career. Next up is two teams that I've been having trouble trusting all year. And I'll be honest, I bet the Bucks last week and got extremely lucky. I don't think they deserve to cover that game, but they did. So uh, this week they are six-point favorites on the road at Atlanta. And, man, how can you trust Atlanta after watching them against the – the Chargers just pretty much giving that game away. And uh, I think we're getting to the point now where we might see it with Detroit. We might see it with Atlanta where they're kind of, you know, getting ready to, to pack it in for the season and uh, not put forth their best effort. But, you know, I, I want to take the Falcons here. They're getting a lot of points, almost a touchdown at home against the division opponent. The Bucks just, they haven't, put it together completely they did for a couple weeks in like the middle of the season I remember everyone was saying oh they're they're gonna win the Super Bowl they're kind of coming together and then they've just kind of fallen apart so me personally lean the Falcons here but hard for me to trust either one of these teams based on past experience so uh don't know if I'm gonna be playing this one Vic how about you yeah I'm on the same boat as you man it's tough I'll probably pass this game unless John can convince us but I see, you know, the argument for both sides. Normally I would take Atlanta at home, um, but, man, it, it just kind of looks like they're donezo, like you said, Eddie. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll pass. I, public is 50-50. Money is on Tampa Bay. The line opened at three and a half, four. It's up to six in most spots now. So I'll kick it over to you, John. Do you like anything in this game? You, can you convince us? Absolutely not. I'm not playing this game. <laughs> So I'm trying to stay away from betting the Falcons. I've been doing a pretty good job of that. I don't like, you know what I do like? I like, I like that we're going to be able to fade Tampa Bay in the playoffs. Cause I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but listen, I don't think they look that good. I started off the season saying, and I'm, I'm, I'm so like ass backwards on this team so far, but I started off the season saying, ah, oh, these guys are not going to make the playoffs. And then I kind of came around. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, they don't look that bad. And you know, they're, they're better than, then I gave him credit for, but I mean, I don't know, man, Tom Brady doesn't, I mean, that offense just doesn't look in sync. 
and the defense could be had. You've seen good teams beat them. So uh, not this game, but I'm, I'm gladly fade the, the Tampa Bay later on in the season. Hopefully we'll catch them in a nice playoff spot here where we can go against them, but not yeah. on the John, I think you hit it right on the head where that's kind of how I felt about them too, where the beginning of the year, I was a little like hesitant. Oh, they're the, the sexy off season pick everyone's talking about, which always fails. And then they looked really good. So I was like, Oh, maybe this is going to come true. And now I'm just like, yeah, this is exactly what I thought they would be where it's just hard to come in sync when you put that many pieces of talent together uh, so quickly. So hard for them to, for me to trust them, especially in the playoffs. But for right now, we'll stay away from them uh, on this game here. So next up one o'clock game. Let me see what we got here. It is new England. They are on the road at Miami. This is actually one of my favorite games of the week. I love new England in this spot here. Mostly it's a fade against Miami. I feel this team is just getting so lucky with these turnovers that they are getting week in and week out and special teams plays Kansas city, man, they turned it over four times last week against Miami which led them to cover it. Otherwise Miami would have been just absolutely blown out of that game. Um, if you look at them statistically, they're not that good. Their defense, they, everyone talks about how good their defense is. They give up a ton of points, but, and they give up a ton of yards as well. They just get these turnovers, man. And we all know how turnovers are. They're just completely random, completely luck. So I love new England in the spot here. The one thing though is it, it kind of deters me just a little bit is how new England constantly plays in Miami, but when was the last time Belichick was a dog to the Dolphins? So I I don't know. I I really like New England in the spot here. I don't think Miami should be favored in this game. So in fact, I'm getting two and a half points. I took it at three. As soon as I saw this line come out on Sunday, I saw a little tweet from Jeff Sherman. I was like, boom, log in, take that right away. Uh, But yeah, I love New England in the spot here. It might be a potential game of the week for me. So uh, John, who are you liking in this one? Looks like I'm going to have to find another game of the week here. Because <laughs> I'm totally with you. I love New England in this spot. Uh, and, and the line, first of all, is what, you know, when you just stare at that line and it's Miami minus two and a half, that's just, that's just a sweet spot for like a, for like a sucker bet. So they're not giving up three. Oh, it's only two and a half. Let's, let's take Miami. So New England's definitely the way I would play this game. And if, they don't turn the ball over, which, you know, they, they don't, they don't really do that. They're a very conservative offense. I feel like this year, uh, what new, what Miami's good at is special teams. You're not going to out special teams, new England. So uh, as long as, new, as, as Cam doesn't turn the ball over, which, you know, the way they've been running it, I, I unless he, you know, unless he gets some like weird kind of fumbles or stuff like that, which, I don't know. Miami's always getting these turnovers. You know, it might happen, but I don't see um, I don't see the Miami offense being able to to do what they need to do to win this game. I mean, I like New England kind of outright in this spot here. So uh, I'm with you. I'm 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 gonna be on on the Patriots on Sunday. Vic, we're making it three for three. Yes, sir. Three for three. And this is one of those games like John talked about before we even got on that that we love to bet on, right? Uh, the public's on Miami, 65%, um, but the line has actually gone down. It's over three and now it's at two and a half across the board, even some twos. So, you know, definitely some sharp money came in on the Patriots early. And yeah, I like that side. You guys pretty much nailed why. And so 
the again only thing that concerns me a little bit you nailed it eddie was just how they've always done in miami but this is like a different year different type of scenario right there's no nightlife quote unquote i i hope and uh you know usually they're big favorites coming into Miami um, but this time the the tables are flipped a little bit so I like New England in this game I think they have a shot at winning straight up so I want to have some fun for a second because I heard a conspiracy theory on Colin Cowher show earlier this week and I don't know if you guys have heard this yet but and I guarantee you probably you guys are probably going to know where I'm going to go with this the Patriots if they get eliminated from the playoffs race here in you know next week or two they play the Jets week 17. If the Jags and the Jets have the same record, the Jags have the tiebreaker for the number one pick. Do we see Belichick kind of, you know, rest some starters week 17, put some guys in for development week 17 and kind of give the Jets the win and cost them the number one pick? Do you think that could possibly happen? Uh, I think so for sure, man. I wouldn't put past hoodie to, you know, he always thinks long-term. And so I agree. Let's it's, it'll be interesting. I still think like right now they're still trying to win, like be competitive, but you're right. If it comes on to that in a couple of weeks, I wouldn't put it past him at all. John, could you see it happening? Oh, for, I mean, like I didn't think about that until, until you just, until you just brought it up, but you know, the second you started talking, I saw where you were going with it. So yeah, he, I can definitely see him doing that. Just, it's going to turn into like a checkers match. What's going to happen on the other side. They're going to, they're, they're going to, both teams are going to probably end up trying to lose this game. You know what I'm saying? So like, what I want to know is like, how mad really are, you know, like, I know that Greg Williams got fired and all that stuff, but like, do Jets fans, like, don't, don't they see Greg Williams as kind of like their savior for what he did? Like, like, he, he helped them. I mean, I wish we were doing, I mean, we're not going anywhere this year and I, I don't want us winning any more games because we're the, the higher the draft pick, the better. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. I I totally see, I could, if the Jets go 0-17 and get Trevor Lawrence, it's going to be because of Greg Williams. So, I mean, he was, he saved, he saved them in a weird way, but yeah, I could totally see Belichick trying to, you know, throw that game somehow, some way. Yeah, I'm all a fan for tanking, but uh, I part of me is, does not want the Jets to to get Trevor Lawrence. So if he does do that, I will gladly write him a thank you letter in the mail because yeah, we don't need Trevor Lawrence in our division for the next 15 years. Uh, all right, so all of us like New England in that spot here. Another team that we've been loving the past couple of weeks, the Washington Football Team. They are home this week against Seattle. They are five and a half point underdogs and you know how I felt about Seattle all year I think they're phony they are getting a little bit better on defense that pass rush is coming together since they've gotten Carlos Dunlop and they're starting to put things together although I still think they're pretty overrated um, Washington man they have they're going to be really good we talked about this in our group chat a couple of weeks ago in a couple of years maybe like two years from now they are going to be so good their defense is really good right now they have some weapons on offense with Gibson and Terry it's just they need the quarterback to come together and they just need to you know maybe a little bit more experience so getting five and a half points at home here Seattle having to go from west coast to east coast time zone difference uh I know there was that record there of Russ doing really well on the east coast that the Bills crushed and uh 
I think Washington's a spot here, man. I, I like him here getting so many points. So I'm probably going to be betting the Washington football team here. So John, who are you liking in this one? Okay. I'll make this my pick of the week. If I can get, you know, Alex Smith playing quarterback. Yeah. Well, hey, the, there might be another game that I like too. So I, I want to, we'll, at the end, we'll do our, all of all our right, picks yeah. of the week. I, I, you know, I'm just kind of like saying, but I, I love Washington in this spot. I only love Washington if I'm getting Alex Smith or any other quarterback, but I don't want Dwayne Haskins as, as the quarterback of this. I mean, they almost lost that game last week and, and, you know, the Washington offense did nothing. The 49ers turned it over a bunch of times and he had to come into the game in the last, you know, in the fourth quarter. And they just basically just, you know, they were just running two yard plays and, and running out the clock and trying to get out of there, which, you know, it ended up working out because that defense is, is playing really well. So if I can get Alex Smith plus what, five and a half, I'll take that all day. I just don't know who the quarterback is yet on this team. So this is kind of like a wait and see for me. If, if he's in, if, if Alex Smith is in, Washington might win this game. So five and a half points, I'll take that all day. Nick, moving making it three for three again? Yes, sir. I'm loving Washington in this spot. So in regards to Alex Smith, they did a bunch of imaging. Uh, Chris Mortensen tweeted a couple days ago, nothing major calf strain x-rays were negative um so as of now it's a calf strain let's see how that affects him this week i'm with exactly in the same spot as john like if alex smith plays i love them in this spot i actually think they'll win this game straight up and so i've we've been you know all of us have been riding them this year i had some good money on them against the steelers had some money on them last week and, and this is just a good football team man that defense with chase young is pretty nasty and they're having fun and I love their coach. So I'm rooting for them. And yeah, I, li I like them in the spot. Let's see. I'm sure we'll find out a little bit more after today's like injury practice stuff. Um, that's always kind of our, I, I don't know what the word is, but like our issue, if we record early in the week, right. We don't know a lot of injury stuff later Then we're a little late and got people can't hear us, but yeah, let's see if Alex Smith is in uh, definitely play the week candidate for all of us. Yeah, especially with COVID this year, man. It's tough recording early because so much stuff changes. I know one of my guys who is actually a pro better, he said with COVID this year, man, he's hit so many numbers that he felt like have been good numbers. And then, you know, all of a sudden somebody's out and line shifts drastically. So it's it's tough. But we do what we can uh, when we record and get all the information with the injuries later on. So next up, Vic, your Chicago Bears. They are plus three on the road at Minnesota. Man, and they are getting a lot of money, it looks like. Is that right? A lot of people betting the Bears? Yes, sir. So the public's on Minnesota, but all the sharp money, 88%, is on the Bears. The line has moved a lot. It opened at like four, four and a half. It's down to three in most places. And, I mean, it makes sense. I don't know if you – I mean, you did. We were all on the Bears against Minnesota, if you guys remember that disastrous game. They literally needed one offensive touchdown, and they would have won that game that's how bad the offense was. And so it makes sense just because like the offensive line is better. Mitch has looked better because of that. We have a new play caller. And so I understand why the sharps are on the bears. Um, but it, it's tough for me to like back either of these teams right now. I mean, the right play is the bears in this spot. I will throw it to John because obviously, and both you guys are unbiased, but I just don't know. They're set up for like a letdown, but I understand why 
big money is coming down the Bears just because they always do well against Minnesota. Their defense always contains Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook. We saw it, a, you know, a couple weeks ago. They did their part. And so if the offense literally can put up like 17 to 20 points, they should be able to win this game straight up. I love betting these division matchups where the line is as close as it is, but I mean, I know that the, I know that the, that the, the smart pick here is the bears. I just like the way this Minnesota team plays. I don't know. Did they cut Dan Bailey yet? Is he still there? Oh, man, that was, that was atrocious, dude. That, they, uh, they, they literally could have won that game if it wasn't for him. Right. So I, I kind of like Minnesota because I know what they're going to be able to do offensively. You know, they got weapons on the outside. They got Dalvin Cook. Cousins has been pretty pretty decent. I know that Bears defense is good, but, I mean, I don't know. Man. The Bears – I watched that Bears game last week. I was on the Bears uh, offensively. And, I mean, man, they had like two plays. And they were – the two. don't get me wrong. The two plays were – the bootlegs to the <laughs> running backs were working – and then they throw it, you know, they throw it once in a while to the tight end. But they, uh, if Kendricks is playing for the Vikings defense, which he wasn't last week, I like the Vikings a lot better than I do right now. I'm going to go small, lean towards Vikings. I need to see more of who's in and who's out of this game before I make a final decision. But I kind of, I, I like Vikings. Either Bailey's going to have to bounce back or they, hopefully they have another kicker that's going to make, make kicks. But, um, yeah, that's that's kind of where I stand there. I, I, I like the fight. small lean towards Vikings in this spot. If I can see some of their defenders come back this week, that missed last week. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably not going to bet this game. Gun in my head, be probably the Bears just getting the points, only because I like the way that the offense has been kind of improving a little bit with Trubisky in there. It doesn't look like a piece of stale bread with Nick Foles back there. Just that was some of the worst offense I've ever seen in my life when he was playing quarterback. So at least there's some, you know aspects of the running game that Trubisky can bring pass a little bit better, things like that. So if anything, I'd go with the bears here, but I probably will be sending this game out. So uh, next up, we will go to Jacksonville on the road at Baltimore coming off, probably one of the most exciting games of the year uh, on Monday night football there. I know this is not going to be, you know, the sexy sharp pick, but I kind of lean Baltimore in this spot here. I think they're starting to come together and they beat up on bad teams. They tend to go out. They throttle the teams like the Bengals. And uh, when they when they can, they run up the score. So it's kind of like those college teams where they know they got to improve their ranking. It's kind of what John Harbaugh does. I don't know why, but I do like them here. Probably not going to bet it, but 13 points is a little much to, for me to want to do it. But if, you know, I get bored and see something here, I might – might play this game in minus 13 for the Ravens. So, Vic, who are you liking in this one? Oh, man, Monday – that uh, game was amazing, man. Uh, poop game or whatever you want to call it. That was that was fun to watch, man. It, it, I agree with you, everything that you said. Just Baltimore usually just ends up waxing bad teams. So they always run it up. Like, they should be able to run all over Jacksonville. Jacksonville looked like they just gave up last week, I think – they're at that point where they're just kind of, you know, cashing it in and it might be donezo. So I, I just think the line is a little too high. Baltimore is so streaky, man. And like, I, I just can't lay a couple touchdowns against them. I did it against the Eagles and 
got burned. They were dominating that entire game and, and got backdoored, right? So I see a possible similar scenario in this one. I'll probably set it out. I, I do see the line down to like 12. So some sharp money definitely came in on the Jags because this one opened at 14, 80% of the public's on Baltimore, yet the line's down to like 13 or even 12 in some spots. Yeah, I mean, listen, Baltimore just plays bully ball. So they, they like to beat up on these bad teams, like like Eddie said. I'm not playing this game. I hate these high spreads. I wish I was on Seattle last week. Um, I had a few people telling me that was the, definitely the, the, the sharp way to go against the Jets. So um, I know that the Jags are just as bad. And I know upper management wants them to lose every game possible so they can get that first pick. But I, I'm not going to. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to end up playing this game. There's other, we already talked about a bunch of games. There's another one o'clock start. We'll see what happens. Maybe if somehow, some way uh, Ravens are losing at halftime, you can, you can get in on them live or a second half bet on the Ravens. But other than that, I'm not going to end up touching this game. Yeah, I agree. Probably nothing that I'm going to jump on in the, the pregame bet. So next up four or five special, not so special New York Jets there on the road in LA 16 and a half, 17 point underdogs against the Rams. Uh, I'm not going to be betting this game. So, John, you're going to be betting this? I hope Jets win because I know there's people that still have Rams available in my survivor. I don't know how that happens, but go Jets. But I'm not betting this game. Dick? <laughs> no, man, I'm not betting it. I will say Jets have, like, their coaching is just so bad, man. That's like – I don't who's who's worse. Who do you guys think is worse? We'll move on. But Lynn or Gaze? Lynn. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> motivationally, Gaze. Uh, scheme, schematics, clock management, Lynn. <laughs> for perfect. sure. Perfectly said, Eddie. <laughs> that, that, that's perfect. Both are terrible. So yeah. I can't do it. I'll, I'll pass on this game. Yep. Um, next up, another 405 special, which might be John's survivor pick of the week. We'll see. Arizona, they are minus six and a half at home against the Jalen Hurts-led Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I think last week against the Saints, that was just one game where, you know, nobody had really seen what Jalen Hurts had done. Don't really have any film on it. It's tough for a team to prepare on a, a one-week game for that. Now that there is some film, I think might be able to kind of have a little bit more of an advantage. Uh, plus, I mean, look at the quarterback that the Cardinals have. They have a Jalen Hurts of their own pretty much with Kyler Murray. So it's not like they don't see them practice every day. Um, I would probably lean the Cardinals in this spot here. Whereas I think Philadelphia just kind of, it was a one week blip that we saw them, all the pieces just kind of aligned for them last week uh, here, Arizona. I know they haven't played well recently. They looked really good last week against the giants, but um, yeah, I'm so, I still kind of lean the Cardinals in this spot here. So Vic, how are you? Uh, leaning in this one I, I lean the Cardinals I think it's a good bounce back spot for them we're getting a little bit of value there's some recency bias on the Eagles right the public's actually on the Eagles after last week but Arizona should be able to move the ball and put up points in this one and I don't think the Eagles offense can keep up so this line is actually moving up I don't know if you guys have seen it but um, started at five and a half it's up to six, six and a half, even some sevens offshore. So uh, I think the cards are the right side. Some sharp money is on them as well. But at the end of the day, 
the Cards' offense has been in a rut. This is a good bounce back spot for them. If they can't win this game, then they're in trouble for the playoffs. Is uh, is the public mostly on the Eagles as well too? Yeah, it is surprisingly this spot in fifty nine percent. So not a lot, but right now we're recording on Wednesday. It is on uh, the Eagles right now. They're, they're, John, did we uh, convince you to change the survivor pick at all? Yeah, maybe because listen, so. I mean, 59% on the Eagles and the line is going the other way. Like the line's not budging or going to, in, in the Arizona's favor. Like I don't like, you know, I don't like, you know, smelly dogs like that. So uh, I don't like Cliff Kingsbury. I don't like the way he coaches games. Sometimes I, Kyler Murray just drives me crazy on what he does. Like he, he, he he's like a, he acts like me in a video game where he's just scrambling around trying to throw the ball and just chucks it up in the air and does silly things. And I, I can't stand that part of Arizona's offense. And that's what's getting me, making me worried about, you know, this spot. So if Arizona ends up winning this game, they're probably going to end up covering too, right? It just, I don't like the coaching matchup, first of all. So, but what this line is telling me and where, 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 the, where the public is at, that's making me like Arizona. So I don't know. I got to make a, I got a decision to make. I'm not putting, I'm not putting, um, I'm not putting a bet in on this game. I, I, I might make it my survivor. I just, it's too early for me to decide. I only got to, I just got to get to week 17 after week 17, you know, the pot just gets split, doesn't go to the playoffs or anything like that. So I got to, I got to win this three team, uh, this three team money line uh, parlay basically to get to the end of the finish line here. Man. That's going to be tough. I, I I will personally say if I had to pick, I would go with Arizona as your survivor pick. Uh, but don't listen to me. I have never done well in a survivor pick or survivor league in my life. So, Vic, who you lean in between John's two choices here, it sounds like, for the survivor pick. I don't want to be the one to, like, me and you tell them to take the cards and then they lose straight up. Uh, <laughs> but I do think, I mean, everything points to the cards in this game. Like, the Eagles are a trendy dog. Usually we fade those, right? Um, and so I think they're just in a better spot. The cards are in a better spot. Like, you just never know what you're going to get with the Chargers um, and the Raiders right now. And so I'm going to talk to my – I'm going to have my boy, Rand Lyon, maybe send out a tweet after he hears this. <laughs> yeah. He can help me out on what I should do here. I don't know if he's still in his or not. I, I, haven't, I haven't been to – social on uh, Twitter lately. Maybe. This is, this is how much, like how valuable this pot is like, so, and why it helps so much to talk to you and Eddie. Cause like, I just lost, I was on Seattle against the giants. Yeah. And I know like, if we had talked, you would have probably talked me out of that um, because I was debating between them and the Ravens. I would have won with the Ravens and then I would have won last week um, easily with Seattle. Seattle, right. And I, yeah. And so again, that's why we got to try to keep this rolling, but yeah, let's see what Rand Lyon thinks if he's listening. And John, if you, if you end up going with the Cardinals, I will t- just tell me before you do it. Cause we'll know by oh. Thursday. And oh, then yeah. if you do, I'll cheer it in with you. I'll, I'll do a bills and, and Cardinals teaser six point. Okay. There <laughs> we go. All right. Yeah. So, so we got something to cheer in on Sunday, hopefully. Um, but next up, this is another game I really like. Game of the week, uh, New Orleans, they are plus three at home against the Kansas City Chiefs. I I don't know if Drew Brees is playing. The injury report is kind of like up and down. I've heard so many things where 
Last week it was Drew Brees targeting this week as a return. I heard Jay Glazer and Adam Schefter say it's going to be very unlikely that he's back this week. If he does play, I really like the Saints. If he doesn't play, I kind of like the Saints. Just because of the way Kansas City has been playing recently, they haven't covered their last five games, um, if you look at it. it. Then if you also just kind of go back and look at their, you know, uh, what they've won by in the past couple of weeks, one by two against the Panthers, one by four against the Raiders, three against the Bucks, six against the Broncos, six against the Dolphins. They're not blowing teams out like everybody thinks. So I I lean the Saints here. I think there's some some defensive issues that the Chiefs are having right now. Um, they're still obviously putting up points on on offense, and uh, I think we're just starting to see some some of that point where. We saw with Golden State when they were really good, where during the regular season they would just lose to like random teams on a Tuesday, like Memphis or something. And you'd be like, well, what happened? Or they're just kind of in the letdown mode. I don't think, I think they're obviously going to get up for this game here, but, you know, New Orleans has, I think, the number one defense in the league coming in the last week. I don't know if it is still after uh, the Eagles game, but they've been playing really well. I think they're going to come up with a scheme that can kind of, keep Mahomes in check. The pass rush is going to be there. So I, I really like the saints in this spot here, getting three points, uh, anything three or above. I'll definitely take the saints and just hopefully breeze plays. Cause I don't know if I trust Taysom Hill, but if they do, I'm sure Sean Payton can come up with some sort of scheme to kind of get the running game going with them. So uh, John, I'll kick it over to you. What are you liking this one? Okay. So I'm on the saints and I'm probably not going to get three if Drew Brees is playing, but I'm only on the saints. If Drew Brees is playing, if Drew Brees is playing, and this line goes to pick them. I'm still on the Saints, right? So I, I only like them with Drew Brees. If Taysom Hill's playing this game, I don't know. Sometimes that gets a little tricky with the way their with, with the way their offense uh, starts clicking with him at quarterback. So I like the Saints with Brees. Without Brees, I'm not gonna end up playing this game. And because they haven't said anything yet, I got a I got a funny feeling he's gonna end up playing. Uh, they they need this, you know. They kind of want this win. I, they, they want to probably try to get back into that to that first place position where they don't have to play in the first round. They've had some bad playoff luck already. So maybe picking up a couple of regular season wins and saving themselves a wild card game here might be the thing to do. If he can play, he's going to play. And, and I like the saints in this spot to win the game. I, it's weird. I have kind of a feeling too, that he is, even though I've heard Schefter and Glazer say that he's not, I just remember last year, you know, he was targeting the card the Cardinals game to come back. And everybody was like, oh, no, that's, he's not going to do that because they go on a bye the next week. Just, he's just going to sit out through the bye. And he came back for that Cardinals game. So I think he's itching to play. I mean, he probably – I think we all know this is probably his last year. So he wants to play in every game possible, and especially big games like this. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he plays in this spot here. But, uh, Vic, you're always our, our injury expert on a lot of these things. So what are you hearing? Yeah, I heard that he's trying to come back. I mean, we'll find out more today, but I, I think he comes back just because of what John said, man. Them losing that game last week really has put their number one seed in jeopardy. And this year of all years, that one seed is so important because there's only one bye, right? Unless the the season gets, you know, games get canceled and they add teams. And so it's between them and Green Bay. And I think they really – they really need to win this team, this game. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he played at all. The public's all over Kansas City, of course. Um, but like you pointed out, Eddie, they haven't been covering just because the number's been so inflated, kind of that Golden State effect. So 
Um, 70% on Kansas City, but I like New Orleans. This is a good bounce back spot for them. They have the defense to kind of slow Casey down. As long as Drew Brees plays, uh, I see them winning this game straight up. Yeah, I think also with Kansas City, too, if you just kind of think of it like a big picture NFL historian thing, not very often do teams go 15 and one. Um, you know, generally they always slip up at least two or three games a lot of times. And I don't know if we we see the the Chiefs losing to the Falcons or Chargers the next two games that they have, uh, especially being at home those next two games. So I don't know. I think this could be the game where we see New Orleans or uh, Kansas City slip up just a little bit and finally get a loss, especially the way that they've been playing. Um, but yeah, I, I like the Saints plus the three, no matter who's the quarterback, especially if it's Breeze though. Uh, if it's Breeze for sure, definitely like them, especially at home, fast track, everything like that. So uh, it'll be a fun game for sure. I think we will definitely see a good one there. So uh, next up, Sunday night football. I They flex this game in. I really don't know why. I, I get it, but mm, Cleveland minus three and a half against the Giants. Looking at this game, Got to go with the Giants, but man, that's not a team I really want to back right now. Uh, I know that they've been playing better. They beat Seattle a couple weeks ago, but then they just laid an egg against Arizona last week. So, oh man, gun to my head, I'd say the Giants, but Vic, I'll let you go first in this one. Yeah, this is one of those games where we, us three, usually take the Giants, right? Like in this spot. Um, And so I'm with you. It's 80% of the public's on Cleveland, I'm sure. This is going to be, you know, probably the – I would probably say this San Fran and Kansas City will be, the, like, the biggest public games. And public teams have not done well, especially on Sunday night football, right? So the Giants have a good defense. Bradbury's a stud. And so I do lean the Giants here. Daniel Jones is still kind of a question mark. I mean, everything I've heard and seen, he's he should be good to play um, in this game. And so that is something that looks good. His leg is improving, everything that I've read. And I don't know, it'll be interesting to see how Cleveland kind of bounces back or reacts after that crazy loss, right? Like some people are like, oh, this was a good loss, but ultimately they lost. And what happens if it's kind of like the Raiders from a couple of weeks ago where they played Chiefs really well and kind of gone into a tailspin since then, right? So uh, it'll be interesting to watch. But yeah, I like the Giants in this spot, uh, I see them having a chance at winning this game straight up. John, what do you think? So we, we skipped the 49ers Cowboys game, maybe because it was in this spot here, right? But Ooh, yeah, think, my bad. I did. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it's I don't think it's anything we're gonna whatever. I don't know if it's anything we're gonna end up playing. But the uh, look, I got Cleveland still in my in my survivor. I'm I think I'm trying to save them for next week. Uh, and I and looking at this number, I don't want to take them here. Uh, I, I like the Giants. I think that's the way to go. Home dog. You know, Cleveland looked okay last – looked good last uh, – on Monday night, but that, that defense was banged up, and they didn't stop anything on the other side. So, I don't know. It's a tough game. I don't know if there's anybody in Cleveland listening to this, but a, a word of advice, if you guys don't want to go through the misery that Vic went through a couple years ago, you got to get rid of Cody Parkey. That guy yeah. – cannot be your field goal kicker. I'm letting you guys know now. Listen, you got a Detroit guy, a guy from Detroit, a guy from Chicago, and a guy that cheered for the Buffalo Bills. You know, <laughs> we we know, we know what you got. I mean, you guys, you guys are one of us also. 
I know what's going to happen to the Cleveland Browns with Cody Barkey as a kicker in the, in the, in the playoffs. He's going to miss a field goal that's going to cost him the game. So yep. uh, you, you, nailed you guys it. know now, I don't think there's anybody in Cleveland listening, but you better, you know, word of advice, you might need to find another kicker before the playoffs start. You nailed it, man. I've been, te- I've been texting my Cleveland friends that literally the last three weeks. I'm like, dude, this guy's going to cost you in the playoffs. Every point counts. You need to get another kicker in because everything that's happening is exactly what happened to the Bears. Like he was missing, you know, extra points. He was missing regular gimme field goals during the year. Like, oh, don't worry. You know, don't worry. But every possession, every point counts in the playoffs. And I like how you said that, John. Eddie probably had some uh, poor flashbacks from his year. I don't think Eddie remembers that, but he, I, he I might remember. be too young. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I, I was. I think I was just born or maybe still getting yeah, ready. Yeah, we're, we're showing our age a little bit. Hey, really uh, quick, really those quick games, story. Those teams are awesome. Those Buffalo teams are awesome. My favorite team growing up as a kid, you know, obviously I like the Lions, but when I was like, before I loved the Lions, I loved Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. I loved the San Francisco 49ers as a kid. And the Giants beat them in the playoff game. And I went abs- they, to get to the Super Bowl. And I went absolutely apeshit. Like I threw the biggest fit I've ever thrown in my life, more than any Lions loss ever when, when they beat him like 15-13. And, and that Giants-Parcells team went to the Super Bowl to play Buffalo. And I couldn't wait for Scott Norwood to make that kick to make me feel better that, you know, the Giants that beat my San Francisco 49ers are not going to win the Super Bowl. And, and, and he missed the pick, kick. I'm like, eh, what kind of lucky team is this? So, yeah, that's – that. that that's got no. So I mean, listen, we all know what, what what's going on. And anyways, little tangent there, but Cleveland, watch out, man. That guy is no good. I saw him miss some extra points and field goals uh, on Monday night. Yeah, I will say, and kind of another side tangent. I don't know how I would feel if the Bills end up like winning the Super Bowl this year. Uh, just because I want to go to the game so bad right now, I would have loved to have been at the game last week. The Vegas one a couple weeks ago. A few others no- I probably would have went to. Is there no fans at Super Bowl? They'll be like- able to go to the Super Bowl. I'm hearing that. They're opening it up. But, like, I, we won't be able to have a parade if we win. And I feel like that's part of the, the fun of it. Like, I would love to either go to a parade or go to a huge Bills party and just, you know, watch the Super Bowl with everybody and just kind of take that all in if that were to happen. Not that I'm saying that we're going to get there, but I don't know how I would feel if they won. I would almost be like, you know, why of all years did it have to be this year? Right. Where you, you can't go – having a super bowl party or a parade just, or anything like that just take it because listen you guys i mean i know what you mean but just take it man like <laughs> there's not trust me just take it like you'll find a way to celebrate and like you know you'll find a way to go to the game because they're gonna have fans there just like just take it man don't ever like reject it because who knows when you'll be good again man but like that's what i always tell like like even Cubs fans, right? Like we had all these miserable years. We used to lose a hundred games and now that they're actually good and they don't, you know, then not everyone complains about everything. Like the day after we won the world series, someone was complaining about the bullpen management. I'm like, dude, we just won the world series. That was the best month of our lives. Like just take any wins you can get and like any good squads that you can get. Cause all three of us have been just been through so much misery. Yeah. I mean, you guys, I mean, John, you probably had, uh, I don't know how big of a Pistons fan you, you are, but they had a good run in the 2000s. You had the Red Wings for all those years. 
So, I mean, you guys, the thing with you guys, you have four, four major sports that you can. Have you seen my four major have. sports in the last five years, including <laughs> Michigan football? Have you seen them? Yeah, yours have been really bad lately. I will say that. And uh, Chicago sports, I mean, it all depends on, you know, how you prioritize your teams. I mean, real quick, if you guys can rank, Vic, you can start with it. Rank your top, your, your teams in order of how much you, like your favorite ones for Chicago. I mean, like for me, it's like Bulls, Cubs, Bears. They're all kind of equal. I love all three. I grew up watching and going to all those games. Like Hawks championships are awesome. Like they, it was fun to watch. But like, do I love them? Do I watch them from like the minor leagues or when they get drafted? No. Like, you know, Cubs, Bulls, Bears, I watch the drafts. I see that I watch these kids and study them from like high school and, and just like ride the waves. And then like the Sox, I'm not a Sox fan because I'm a Cubs fan, right? So those are, that's kind of my preferences. For me, the first team I fell in love with were the Bears because of Walter Payne. They were good when I was growing up. And then it went right into the Bulls. But like since then, like Chicago sports in general have been pretty, pretty bad as a whole, you know. But that Cubs year was amazing just because like I was old enough to appreciate it. And our, me and like the buddies that I grew up with going to games, our wives let us have the whole month where we literally went to bars every single night. We were in Wrigleyville when they won the world series, but that's kind of my three. What about you, John? What about you? What's your ranking? Oh, so look, I'm going to, I love all four of my teams. Like I can't pick one over the other. I'm going to pick, I'm going to rank them of, of who I want to, if I had to choose one in my lifetime, what I get next, it has to be the Detroit Lions. If the Detroit Lions win the Super Bowl in my lifetime, I mean, my whole, like my whole family, my whole, all my friends, everybody's going to, everybody's going to celebrate like we've never celebrated before. So my number one has to be the Detroit Lions. And, and I've been in, like, I've been in a funk with this team and I have, like, I'm numb to them. Like I, ha I haven't felt any like kind of love for them in over 10 years. So, I mean, the last, the last time I truly felt heartbreak from this team was when they lost to the, when they lost to the Eagles in like 96 in the playoffs. That was the last time I felt love for these guys. They went on a seven game winning streak and they went into the playoffs and they were riding high and they ended up getting blown out by the Eagles. That was the last time I let that team hurt me really bad. So ever since then, it's just kind of been like, you know, they missed the playoffs because of a field goal in 99. And ever since that missed field goal, you know, our team went from Matt Millen to, to this whole 20 year generation that we've been in, I haven't felt some kind of way for them. If they can find a way to become like a, a contender, a legitimate contender, kind of like what Eddie's going through right now. My God, man, I, I'd be in love with my team right now. So Lions, absolutely. Number one, I've seen the Pistons and the Red Wings win. I've, I've watched the Red Wings do things that, you know, that like a lot of, a lot of cities didn't, it, haven't got to see, which is a dynasty. So I've seen them like go, go through the dynasty. I've seen them like knock off their rivals. I've seen the Pistons do the same. The Tigers did it before my time. Well, I was alive, but you know, I, I don't remember. But, and then, and then I seen the Tigers make the playoffs, but not win the world series. But like that, that, that some of those were so fluky. Like we were, we were pretty much there also. So, I mean, I'd have to say lions won. And then Tigers, because I haven't, I, I haven't seen it. And then, you know, Pistons, Red Wings, you know, I've, I've already seen that happen before. I, I love to see it. The Red Wings become who they were in the 90s again, but 
I mean, I've already seen it. So I got to see, I got to see my lions one time, somehow, some way, put something together where they're going to end up taking it down. So Eddie, like, don't like, you know what I'm saying? It, it can go away. One season can cost you 20 years. So sure. just, you take it, man. If, if Like you guys got a shot this year, but I don't see anybody beating. I know we completely talked, stopped talking about this about gambling now. Right. I don't see anybody beating the chiefs in the AFC except for Buffalo. I don't see anyone else beating them. So, I mean, you got a, you got a real nice chance. They're like plus 600 to win that, to, to win the conference. Buffalo's got a shot, man. But yeah, that's the way I rank them. Yeah. I'm, for me, Sabres and Bills has just been misery my whole life pretty much. We had a couple of good years with the Sabres in like the mid 2000s where uh, they were the best team in the NHL for a little bit, but never won the cup. And I would probably say that they're my favorite team of all time because I grew up just absolutely loving hockey. And, but now I've kind of switched over to football more, but I'd probably still lean Sabres just a little bit more in terms of like who I'd want to see win a championship. But obviously it's like 1A, 1B. It's what either, those either one. Would... Dominic Hasek? No, all these ones were like uh, Ryan Miller and uh, right, Breer, Drury, all of them back in the day. It was a pretty stacked team. They won the President's Trophy, but uh, yeah, it just never came through in the playoffs. So those were some fun times. But that was about the closest I ever got to seeing a championship in my life. And then everything else, all the Bills, that Super Bowl stuff was uh, right when I was born. So wasn't able to see any of those. But who knows? We'll maybe see this some this year. Anyway, we got one more game left. We'll talk about that. Cincinnati, they're home against Pittsburgh. They are big underdogs, plus 12 and a half. Pittsburgh has looked awful the past couple of weeks, although I still think they might blow out the Bengals here um, just because of how how bad they've been playing. They need this win to kind of seal the division for them and just wrap everything up now that the Browns have lost. So anything, I would lean Pittsburgh here, but I wouldn't want to lay that many points with how bad their offense has been playing the past couple of weeks. So uh Vic we'll let you go first and if you got anything on this one no I'll probably I'll probably pass on this game I do think that it's a get right game for the Steelers um they should be able to kind of cause some havoc and limit the Bengals from scoring but that's a lot of points to put up on the road and you know I'm sure this is going to be another 80-20 type game so I'll probably sit this one out. Um, the line is up to 13 and a half in some spots. So I jump. Know it's, I know it's crazy that I'm going to – I kicked off by saying I'm probably not going to bet that first game and uh, because of uh, my survivor possibly. And I'm probably not going to bet this last game either because of my fantasy. I'm trying to go back-to-back. Back. I haven't won that thing in 11 years, and I finally won it last year. And I'm one of four left. I had a bye week. I got the Pittsburgh defense. So hopefully I can get like two pick sixes and a bunch of sacks and maybe I won't even need it. But if I do, I, hopefully I get 20 spot from that Pittsburgh defense in fantasy for me. But um, gambling wise, I am probably not going to end up. Uh, I definitely won't be on the Bengals. We'll see what happens more towards kickoff on, on Monday, maybe small lean towards towards Pittsburgh, even though that's a lot of points. Yeah. Um, real quick, before we get into our picks of the week, John, I just want to run two college games by you that kind of jumped out at right. me. Um, I had a good college week last week. I, I, I was doing a lot of holiday stuff, so I wasn't able to really dabble too much in the college. Plus, I was, it was nice enough to play golf, so I did a little bit of that in the morning. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, first game I saw was, I think, Ole Miss against LSU. I, I saw Ole Miss favored by two and a half. It was one 
one that kind of jumped out at me mostly because uh, the big win that um, LSU just came off of over Florida. I think they're due for a little bit of a letdown, a little bit of uh, value here on the line with Ole Miss. So I saw that one just kind of jumped out at me. Anything you like in that one? I, I mean, that Brad Johnson's son looked pretty good last week. Yeah. I, I think they found their quarterback and Old Miss doesn't, I, I, I'm just, you know, I didn't even know the line in this game until you just brought it up. And that Old Miss defense is, is, is suspect at best. So I don't know, maybe that's, that's not a way I would, I don't know. I, I see what you're saying because of where the line's at and, and, and Old Miss, everyone's looking at it and LSU is definitely the square pick in that game. But I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't play that one. Any other one? That, the other one that I looked at was Clemson, a 10 and a half over Notre Dame. You like Clemson? I do like Clemson. I think I think they could blow Notre Dame out. I always think Notre Dame is pretty overrated every year, right. and I don't think they're the number two team. And anytime you see like a that big of an underdog between two teams that are that highly ranked, it just – it makes it, it almost entices the, the public to take the dog in that situation. Like that's what they want them to do. And I feel like that's what they're doing here with Notre Dame. They want people to take Notre Dame in this. I like here. that. I like that one better than the other one. Uh, Clint, yeah. Notre Dame is a trendy dog plus 10 points at, you know, uh, in this, in this, uh, this um, championship game. So, and they beat them already. So yeah, definitely. I like Clemson, man. I'm looking, I don't see anything, uh, Let's see anything I like. I've been doing pretty good in Pac-10. Yeah, that that one's been the one that's been ravaged with COVID. I think the only Pac-10 game this week is just the USC Oregon game. Did they which, cancel the rest of them? Yeah, because I'm looking at the uh, the board and I can't find any uh, Pac-10 games. But yeah, yeah, it was, and it was USC Washington, I think, and they yep. just the USC. So is the line still USC three? Yep. I mean, look, USC's been. I was on USC last week. I got really, really lucky. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that game. Yep. I got really lucky on USC last week, but I kind of, I mean, they're, they're a pretty good offensive team. They got nice weapons and Oregon has not been playing that well. So I kind of like USC there in that spot, but that's square also. So I don't know. I don't, I don't see anything college jumping off. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it'll be tough. This week we got college and NFL on Saturday. So this, I want to watch that Notre Dame Clemson game, but it's going to be on the same time as the Bills. So don't know how much of it I'm going to catch, but uh, all right, we'll go back to the NFL. We'll make our picks of the week because we've been running pretty long, but Hey, it's overdue. We haven't been on together in almost a month. So uh, NFL, uh, John, you haven't been on in a while. So we'll let you go first with your pick of the week. I have, I'm honestly, there's three that I really like. So I'll take in any one of those three since I'll, so I'll go last. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to go. If I get to choose a whole wide open board. I like Washington, but I'm not taking them because of I don't know who's quarterback. So I'm going to go with my, my first pick, and, and that's the New England Patriots. I know it's only two and a half. I'm not getting the hook there. Hopefully you guys can find it if you can, just in case you don't end up, they don't end up winning the game. But when I'm taking them at plus two and a half, I'm just assuming that they're going to win the game. So give me New England plus two and a half. Vic? I'm on the same boat as John. Like, again, Washington is my number one pick. It's just is Alex Smith. And I don't trust Haskins. I still don't think, you know, I hope he does well. Again, I, I don't like like riding on young guys. Like, I hope he does well. I just don't think he's a good quarterback right now. And so there's a huge drop off in that offense if Alex Smith is in. So it's like, I really want to take them. But like for the listeners, 
I don't know if he's in. So I'll actually grab, I like the Panthers. I like them plus nine. I actually see a plus 10 out there um, offshore. There's a couple. So like shop around. Um, I mean, I would play it at nine. I'll definitely grab 10, but I'll play it as, as low as nine. So what, what do you guys think about that game? Like, I know you guys liked it, but is it as good as a pick of the week? Or, Eddie, should I give Washington? What are you thinking? Well, so that was – Washington It's funny because I think we're all thinking the same games. Um, Washington was one I was looking at too. It's just I kind of feel the same way with the uh, with the Alex Smith situation. I think with, with the Panthers, that's one of those games where, like, there's one where I was looking at, I was like, oh, yeah, I could see myself taking the Panthers. I probably will because it's prime time. But like when we came on the pod, you guys kind of talked me into it a little bit more. So it's a game I like now a lot more than I would have originally if we hadn't done this pod. So, um, yeah, I, I do like the Panthers in this spot here, especially if you can find a 10 out there. Absolutely. You you're double digits. You won't, you won't, listen, guys, we're not going to need 9, 10. I promise you. This is a three-point game. Carolina, yep. Green Bay is going to be down you know, by, by, by four and score a touchdown at the end. Or it's going to be a tie game and they're going to – go down the field and you won't even have to care if they score a touchdown or not. So uh, I love that pick, uh, Vic. That's a, that, that's a three point game to me. Exactly. So, I mean, again, uh, Washington football team, maybe we give off four this week. Like, you know, our, we, we give our three picks and we say, Hey, if Alex Smith plays, we're taking Washington. Yeah. I think I, that's exactly what I was going to say. You kind of read my mind. So, um, so Vic, you're going to go with the Panthers. Yep. I'll take the Panthers. John's okay. on. John has his, you let us know, and then we'll add Washington if it's not your pick. Yeah, I'll go with the Saints plus the three. I think anything over the three I'm happy with, even if Taysom Hill's at quarterback. Uh, I, like I said, I would prefer Breeze to be there, but um, right now I'll take it at plus three. I just think there's a little bit of a, a downward trend with Kansas City. I like the way that the Saints defense is playing. I think they're going to be able to kind of shut down Mahomes a little bit. And uh, Sean Payton, I give him credit. He's going to come up with something to – put up some points against this uh, Chiefs defense. So I'll go with the Saints plus the three uh, as my pick of the week. And then, yeah, we'll kind of give out our consensus if Alex Smith plays. What's our record? Washington football team plus five and a half. Uh, you know. Have you been up, uh, updating it? We're over you 500. Know, I'll update it. I'll update it. Uh, I'll get it updated tomorrow. Yeah, we're definitely over 500. I mean, our since we've started this pod, we're insane. Uh, but yeah. I'll get it updated uh, by tonight. I have I've been writing them down for the week. So yeah, I'll, I'll get even those weeks we've been off, we went three and oh, two and one, one and two. So exactly, uh, yep. That's right there is uh, six wins, three losses. So yeah, we're in pretty good shape, I'd say. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll take a look and kind of compile everything and get our actual record again updated we haven't really done much college this year so i don't think we've really updated that one in a while but college has been funky this year anyway we're yeah we i think i think we legitimate gave out one college pick all year and i I don't think i won that game i'm not giving out anymore because it's so weird all these games are getting canceled and whatnot so hopefully we get back to normal next year for for college yeah man i mean there's games that are switched on thursdays for saturdays where different teams are playing each other so uh, but yeah, that puts a bow on uh, week 15, and I think uh, we're we're looking pretty good for the week. So, best of luck to everybody out there. Glad we we're able to connect this week, and we'll we'll get back together next week. Hopefully, uh, deliver some winners for Christmas coming up next week. Yep, let's do it. Good luck, fellas. All right, boys. All right. Good luck later. Yeah.